Yo, so I realize I'm at the stage where, you know, you walk past the mirror, you know what I mean, and you start seeing them changes, you know what I mean? Indeed. Where, you, you know, your metabolism slowing down, start to show, and then little little voice in your head starts sounding like an abusive boyfriend. That T level start decreasing. You know, the, the, <laughs> the little voice in your head be like, look at you, <laughs> filthy, disgusting, are you happy? <laughs> happy did you really need to eat them chicken wings look at you how do you feel about yourself you know Chick-fil-A is calling your name <laughs> no that's a healthy fried chicken sandwich with bread and pickles oh yeah <laughs> healthy right? fried chicken I, I, I thought that's why everybody sat in that line for 12 hours at lunch exactly let me get in uh, get into our shit it's gonna be a good episode no doubt what y'all know about that Sing it, James. This is a man's world. But it wouldn't be nothing, nothing without a woman or a girl. You see, man made the cars to take us over the road. What's missed in that particular song, although it's titled It's a Man's World, what does he say at the end? Wouldn't be nothing, nothing without a woman or a girl. Nothing. We wouldn't be sitting in this room right now. All we have to give is to the women, the creators. But for some reason, that got lost along the way. Yeah, we can go ahead and just jump into it, everybody. Uh, what's on everybody's mind? Absolutely, all these, absolutely. Uh, all these new... Abortion laws. I'll uh, I'll go ahead and kick it off with a quick, small, little snippet, like a little overview. Well, let me let me check the room, man. How, you know, we I'm I'm eager to get to the to the topics. How's everybody we, doing? We all we all good, but let's 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 introduce ourselves, man. We yeah, we almost yeah, we, yeah. we jumping yeah. we jumping ahead real quick. Welcome again, listeners, to the Digital Cigar Lounge podcast. We're your hosts, Eugene Jeremiah. Hazy P. Hazy P. We want to thank you guys for joining us today, our audience, our listeners. We appreciate y'all taking the time out of y'all busy day to, you know, hear us uh, on these microphones. We got some great, uh, a great topic that we want to cover for y'all today, uh, and we hope to get some feedback uh, once, you know, you guys get a chance to listen to it. So go ahead, Jeremiah. Yeah, we want to spend a little bit of time talking, talking about men, uh, some of the things that we do, some of the areas of opportunity, you know, just kind of, kind of have a discussion uh, you know, accountability, being accountable for, you know, our, our own nonsense. So that being said, you know, uh want to read a little something to y'all that's uh, titled, What Did Alabama Do? 
You know, it's not mm-hmm. just Alabama. It's beginning to, you know, present itself all throughout the country. But uh, I'll jump right into it. What did Alabama do? The bill that the Republicans controlled legislator overwhelmingly passed sought to prohibit abortions at every stage of pregnancy. It includes an exception for cases where a woman's health is at, quote, serious risk. But lawmakers rejected a proposal to add exceptions for cases of rape or incest. Women who have abortions will not be prosecuted under the measure, but if the courts allow the law to stand, doctors could be charged with a felony and face up to 99 years in prison for performing the procedure. And not just, to add to that, not just doctors, when it's always been criminalized that women who get abortions could face murder charges. Yeah, I've heard that too. For doing something with their body, (laughs) their own body, they could face up to, to, to murder charges because yeah. of how somebody else feels. This is not only somebody else, men. Men who have no idea let's what a just woman be goes through. It's it's white men. And that's not me being one way or another. These are the people making the laws. Mm. True, true. These are the people in that had some and some white women. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I wanna I wanna go back to uh just, just on this whole subject, right? This this really stems from the Roe versus Wade case back in nineteen seventy three. Uh, Roe being Jane Roe, the woman who was basically fighting for the right to have an abortion. Mm. Interesting enough, she has since supported pro-life and now does not want abortions to be legal. Mm. So it's interesting that she was the woman who started this whole Mm -hmm. idea, but then now she's retracted those statements and now is against abortions. Uh, but th- although we see it as being something that's that it's been the news now, this has been going on for ever since 1973. There, there's always been states that have been trying to peel back the Roe versus Wade case. I, I read a couple of articles yesterday on this, and essentially they talked about uh, these states that have been trying to repeal it, and uh, Matt Kavanaugh, I think is the, the mm-hmm. Supreme Court justice name, he him being voted or being um, selected as as the Supreme Court justice really tips the conservative favor mm. to that side, which is why these states are now pushing for this change. Because when 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 they pass these laws, they're always contested, right? When they get contested, they have to go to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Once the Supreme Court rules on it, it's whether it's going to be you know banned mm. or allowed. Him being now in that position gives them more power mm. to push it forward. And that's why we're seeing such a huge push in these states mm. to actually do this. I think there's two reasons behind it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we'll get into it. But I think, one, the irony in the fact that if any of us remember how he got voted in, the controversy of mm-hmm. why he got voted in was about him and a rape case. Exactly. Okay. I'm glad you. That's the. I'm glad you're bringing that point up. Which that's also exactly brings up the point that even though they're going after the abortion laws, they still have laws that exist that allow for rape and not that much persecution of rape. Rape. I just saw this morning where North Carolina itself has a loophole for rapists in which you cannot withdraw consent after this after it has started. Mm. This is, to me, the second reason which I bring it up is, to me, a political ploy, Mm -hmm. right? Because when you look at the states, Georgia, Ohio, 
Alabama, mm-hmm. North Carolina. We're talking about red states mm-hmm. in the midst of what the presidency is going through, some of the mer- most turmoil. Right. And like you said, this has been fighting all along, yet now it's now we're going to return. Now we're going to go after this. Oh, yeah. Why? Guys, look left. We're going to go after the base to make sure that he stay. And we don't care an who we run over because, I mean, I think we all know countless you know, Republican or Democrat politicians, period, have these situations where they have abortions and they have mistresses. And I, I forget the lady, um, and I'll figure, I'll find that out. But she says, you know, because they're always going to still be able to get their abortion somewhere or some way. This mm-hmm. is an attack directly, not on, not only on women, but also those with those in the lower socioeconomic uh, situation. Absolutely. I saw this, uh, this meme, right? It was like uh, one of them long conference tables and it had a, uh, like a bunch of dogs mm-hmm. around it with them little them little neckties on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the caption was like, and now to discuss feline matters. Right. You know? So in this situation, you have men, you know, writing policy, you know, con- highly controversial policy, mm-hmm. life-changing policy for women that, you know, that directly impacts women and the representation isn't there. The women aren't there. You know, which is what the problem, which is, you know, where where the biggest problem comes from. Absolutely. Absolutely. The whole thing is disgusting, man. Yeah, it really it really is, man. And uh, I'm glad that <laughs> oh, we, we, they... we, we're bringing this to the forefront and having this conversation because we, we're men. And we don't, again, I'll go back, I'll say this like I said it again. We don't know what women go through, you know, in that situation. I have a daughter. Shouts out to my daughter, Kylie. My daughter Paul, sitting right in here with us. His his daughter sitting right in here with us. I mean, we have mothers, we have sisters, we have aunts, right? I want them to have the right to do what they want to do with their bodies. I don't think we as men should have the power to dictate their choices, right? And I, I, to me, I'm I'm dumbfounded that it's such a big issue. Yeah, it it there's the argument where. The person should be able to implement, live out whatever belief they have, you know, for themselves. Right. You know, so if uh, one household is anti, you know, and the mm-hmm. other household is, you know, is for it. Right. It, they should have a choice. Absolutely. You know, like medically, they should have a choice. Mm-hmm. That's why the whole the whole thing sounds like a violation. Yeah, exactly. What I was speaking to earlier was actually mm-hmm. um, Lindy West on the on the Daily Show. Okay. And what she says is anti-choice people are not trying to stop abortion. In fact, they're trying to legislate who can and can't have abortions mm-hmm. because conservative politicians, their wives and mistresses and daughters will always be able to get an abortion somewhere. All anti-choice rhetoric does is keep people trapped in poverty for generations. Mm. That's the goal of it. If it wasn't the goal, they would spend their time and money on comprehensive sex education, Mm. free birth control, and free contraception. And I think that's a perfect point because as a fetus, we say, oh, we're trying to save the life. But Mm. on the other side, you say, oh, no welfare. Oh, Mm. no uh, uh, education. Mm. You know, birth Birth rates right now are at a low, at an all-time low. Anyway, anyway, they're they're focusing on the wrong end, and they're trying to tout it on religion, or they're trying to tout it on their beliefs. Yep, that that's not right. No, that's it's not, not right. And to to that point, uh, I came across an article by Cory Booker. Uh, he he wrote into in GQ uh, titled uh, "An Open Letter to Men on Abortion." In this article, he he basically talks about what you just mentioned that these attacks on women's rights, and this is a direct quote. These far-right attacks on women's rights must be understood as an attack on all of our rights, but we also need to understand who's who these types of bills were d- 
designed to control, dehumanize, mm-hmm. and criminalize women of color, low-income women, and women women living in rural areas in areas in the states that have restricted and sought to criminalize abortion will be disproport disproportionately affected. Yeah, and, shout out, shout out to him, man. Absolutely, absolutely, like, absolutely, absolutely. And I think you know, it goes back to what you were saying earlier, Paul, about. What what they what are they focused on? Who who are these people targeting? Right? Are they doing this because of their religious beliefs, or are they doing it to actually control the population, control certain parts of the population? I should say, and that what Corey stated in this is speaks directly to that point. I mean, I saw something. I mean, maybe it's on a funnier tip, but it's it's still true. Um, so you know, like I think it's like something like sixty percent of men over the age of thirty will at some point have something with like erectile dysfunction, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In theory, that would be God's will, right? Mm-hmm. But yet, Viagra is a government-backed mm-hmm. uh, yeah, drug right. pharmacy, right? Mm-hmm. Viagra so, is a government-backed, like, like it's funded. Wow, yeah, I right? Saw that. I didn't know that. Wow, forty-one point six million a year. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's a lot so of if pregnancy is God's will, mm-hmm. let it be what it be. Then wouldn't you know erectile dysfunction? Right. Again, we side with the people who make the law. Like for example, I've always been told like we were at that the uh, women's um, empowerment uh, panel, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, right. And one of the things that I um, was able to see, one of the things that I asked, you know, how is my daughter up here one day on the panels giving these speeches, filling the pipeline of you know, uh, women with C in the C le- in the C suite mm-hmm. um, at the higher levels of these companies, and basically, what I was told was they'll be what they see, right? right? So it's very counterproductive or counterintuitive to me to see people who don't look like the majority of us, right? Mm-hmm. People, old white men. Just mm-hmm. if I'm, I'm just gonna say what it is, yeah, making the laws for everyone else, right? If I'm supposed to be what I see, and that means that I'll be empowered by seeing that, and I don't see that there, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to have trust there. And it's clearly they're making laws out of how they feel. What what are we really doing here? Laws that they don't even abide by. Don't. <laughs> they, they're, they're above the law. I above mean, most, law. in most cases. Because they create it. Yeah. I mean, we sat here and had this whole thing about Kavanaugh being a potential rapist. Right. And I, mean, I never forget, you know, CNN where I saw where they have those like delegations of people and how they feel mm-hmm. about it. And I remember seeing middle-aged Caucasian people saying, women, for example, women. saying, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, well, she was 16, and he stopped when she said." You're justifying that. What kind of evil exists in this world? What kind of evil exists in your mindset? Or one guy says, "Well, I remember 40 years ago. You know, my granddad was, you know, engaged to you know, 14." Okay, so what we're trying to do is when we said make America great again, we said let's make it 1920. Exactly. Has anyone heard anything from the Republican women, though, like about all of this? Has anyone heard anything, seen anything, any statements made? Well, I I don't really watch Fox News, but I I can guarantee (laughs) you that they've been talking about this. I can pretty much guarantee you that there's something out there. I found (laughs) it funny that uh, What's-Her-Name actually came out and spoke against it in Alabama, uh, Tommy Lauren. Tommy Lauren? That's okay. Wow. Now, so I know there's an ice skater somewhere in hell right now. (laughs) Like seriously, (laughs) if that happened, yeah. For those those who don't know who Tommy Lauren, check out check out an interview where her and Charlemagne had a few. Was that a year ago, maybe? Yeah. For for more uh, for an update on who who she is, but uh, she's definitely uh, 
conservative, and it, it's surprising that she wouldn't support that same position. But then yeah. again, she is a woman, right? Yeah. So she is a woman. I, I can understand why she wouldn't support. I'd be interested in hearing more commentary if from, I'm not mistaken. from them. A lot of the stuff that I've seen has been on the internet, you know, of course, social media, obviously. But like, I'd be curious to see a, a lot more backlash from Republican women, mm -hmm. you know. I might be wrong in this. We can we can check this later. But if I'm not mistaken, it was a GOP woman who wrote the law in Alabama. Yeah, uh, we'd we, have to look. Yeah, yeah we can we, we can, can double check, check that out. Now. If we can I'm check not that mistaken, now. we can check that now. That, look, we'll, we'll need an intern at some point to be able to look up this yeah, stuff. Seriously, as we're going through. but I think uh, I think that because spewing facts without uh, without actual research, yeah, is what got us where we are. Exactly, exactly. That fake news. Yeah, <laughs> fake news. Right. You know, fake news is crazy out there right now, but. Uh, this is a really heavy topic, though. I, I mean, I mean, I know you know for our listeners, we, we typically are, are clowning and having a good time, which we do. But this this topic is such is, is so polarizing that. Sorry, I'm so upset. Because I'm, I'm just upset of the fact that you think that you can pass a law and say rape. Like, if you get raped and you have a baby, it's God's will. Right. And you don't have a uterus. You don't have a child. How can you say that? Man, hey, same way they enslaved us. <laughs> Same way, the same way they, they, you know, they allowed uh, in Jesus' name, Amen. Yeah, the, the KKK to, to do certain things, and and you know they criminalize us as a whole. The same way, and I don't know if y'all want to talk about this today, but that that video I shared to y'all this morning uh, with this new movie called uh, Laquisha, Laquisha, like Laquisha. For for anybody that hasn't heard, please check out this YouTube. Uh, trailer uh, or just the trailer in general of that and and share your thoughts and, and it we were that's discussing. the one uh where the uh witty the white man is witty but he can only find work by pretending to be a black woman on yeah he's a, he's a radio host trying to find work and when he tries to find work uh, i get i think there's like a a script that he's reading a script that he's looking at is saying what the, the type of roles they're looking for and mm -hmm. one of them was a, a woman of color and mm -hmm. it's stereotypical Abs completely stereotypical let's start off with the name Loquisha and there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with anybody having whatever name that they have right? shout, shout out to La, La, Laquisha <laughs> for the Laquishas <laughs> of the world you know what I mean Absolutely. but most I would gather to say most of them were I don't know named by their mother not like a White guy that says, "I know who I'll be. Yeah. I'll be Loquisha." And that goes and back to that uh, Jesse was Jesse Williams years ago, where he was like, "You know, they wear us like a costume, you know, and discard our bodies." You remember that statement? Uh, I don't remember that it. he made. It, yeah, it was like a speech uh, years ago that you know went viral. But he was talking about how mm -hmm. the how the the, the media. Oh, know, Jesse Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, actor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I do yeah, remember that. You know yeah, yeah, okay, how they'll bad. they'll wear you know certain like your your image. They'll wear it. Mm -hmm. You know your likeness, uh, and then discard your body, though. Right. You know, on the flip side of that, so like it, it, the movie basically appears to be guilty of that. Now, you know, we haven't seen the movie. I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing it. It, it may end up hitting some, pulling some nuggets out later on about you know identity and have an exploration about that, and you know, try to try to wrap it up, clean it up. You know, but it, it, the premise itself is. Innately offensive. No, I don't like. Not to mention that, that he does it to pay for his son's private school exactly tuition. <laughs> yes, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Now we all we're sitting here talking about what just happened with the tuition. Right. Whole, now we know that many a black mother at this point has been jailed, prison, and is doing time 
for trying to send their child to a better school, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But yet in this movie, which is such laughable, and not only just in this movie, but more more to what has happened in Hollywood lately, mm-hmm. where they've been paying for their kids bribing for tuition right. to get into these schools. And they're going to go, you know, pretty much white-collar crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not really slap on the hand, yeah. don't do it again. Exactly. And it still comes back into whether it be abortion, whether it be rape, it's the haves and the have-nots right. and keep the have-nots from having. So, exactly. so you think it's like a, a conspiracy? I think <laughs> I used to hate that sound. X Files used to be true back in the day. I'd be watching everything on TV, and as soon as I hear that, I'd break my neck trying to get to the TV to change it. As his headphones almost fall off his head, exactly. Flashback, flashback. You know what did that for me, man? Unsolved mysteries. Yes. Oh my god. Yo, to Twilight this day, a little white spot in the in the air. Yo, <laughs> yo, right? You start you start seeing them little shadows and all that, and that the uh, the narrator dude, the host his voice. Was, oh my what? god! His she said Twilight creepy. Zone for you. Twilight Zone for me. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Twilight Zone did that for me for sure, man. In either case, I still get the same. I get the same response when I'm thinking about what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm terrified. I'm fucking terrified. Are we serious? Exactly. This is like this can't be because the thing that scares you, right, about all of those things that we just named is. This can't be true. We don't know what's going on. Right, right. We're, scared. we're fearful of the unknown, and we're watching it play out in our everyday real life that we we're raising our children. Terrified. In we should be terrified by this, especially for us having girls. Not mm-hmm. even. You know what? If I feel like this, especially having girls, but having boys raising children today, period. Because Agreed. things continuously are. You got two things, right? You got people going way way overboard into mm-hmm. like not caring about values right and then now we're dealing with people that are like are just like hanging their their values on a cross saying they're more sanctified than thou because you know i can kill somebody if it's in the name of the lord right mm-hmm. it would think about it man history is written by written by the victims right so if you look at history itself you will find that this this these things that we see are not new history no, is definitely vic- repeating victors. victors victors okay yeah, yeah the victors sure the people who win people not the victims you said not victim. the victims no, no. i meant yeah. victors v i c t o r s yes you know a point that i bring up every time you know washington crossing the delaware mhm washington crossing the delaware if you look at the picture right here today it's like you know, it's five white guys in a boat right mm-hmm. but if you actually check history the guy that's right behind him that was most important to that is actually a black, guy. a black guy but people don't it. know that no and nobody knows that so think about how many times that i write your history and tell you this is what you're supposed to pay attention to mm-hmm. and i write it the way i deem it should be written exactly how what do you believe what mm-hmm. does your grandparents believe exactly. what do 50 generations of your people believe exactly this written by the victors going going back to to the to Colin Kaepernick issue and why he would kneel for you know what what you know the the abuse that we've been been suffering at the hands of police right it, you have you have uh the the national anthem right the national mm-hmm. anthem when we hear it we only hear the first two i don't know what you call it uh Verses, verses, yeah, the first two verses of it. Yeah. The third verse we know talks about slavery, mm-hmm. and it's never they don't play it because it's offensive. Mm-hmm. But they, but yet and still they still want us to respect the flag and and mm-hmm. to support it as if it's talking about us. Right. I always felt like I always felt like they weren't talking to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you want to love this country, but this country has continuously abused us mm-hmm. for centuries now. And it's 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 disheartening, you know. Every day it's disheartening seeing things seemingly getting worse, mm. but hoping for the best. 
Right? Hope only goes but so far. Like you can hope and hope and hope, but right. when real change is not happening or change, or we seem to take with Barack winning the presidency, right? We right. seem to be taking steps into in the right direction. Eight years, it seemed like we were moving in the right direction. Not that he could change the entire country's history yeah. in eight years, but it was a step in the right direction. And then right behind that, yeah, it pissed people off, and then you know everybody came back with full of force and right. went and got the polar opposite. Right. But you, I want to go back to something that you you kind of threw out there, uh, and it was missed. You were talking about you know having daughters, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of tie everything back in, uh, you know, to the abuse of you know the men's abusing mm-hmm. men abusing power. Right, right, you right. You know what I mean? And uh, Paul, Paul threw out there that you know it's it's everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's how you raise people. Right. You know, like I went through. You know, a little bit of a player phase. You know, like I feel like uh, we still, you know, idealize the player. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, men men are kind of expected and even applauded. Mm-hmm. You know, to go out there and, and to get them. You know, yep. like go out there and and fuck. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, while of course the role of a husband, you know, is you know, it's it's. I think it's more effective when a man has experience in life, mm-hmm. you know, but that experience doesn't necessarily have to come into, you know, it doesn't have to be manifested in abusing, you know, or manipulating mm-hmm. and, you know, necessarily going to the extent of womanizing in order to f- cross them burning sands. Right. And I'm not throwing them stones, right? Like I'm, I'm, if, if I'm throwing stones, it's more. It's gonna have a boomerang. Of, uh, it's boomerang gonna hit you. Yeah, let, let he it without hit me, sin. Right, hit me stone. in the face. You Absolutely. know, upside the head. Yeah, but I don't know. I think that uh, you know, like we should we should talk about that. Yeah, you know, yeah. being a player and uh, and how you know we celebrate it, but then you turn around and you know y'all got daughters. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like you know the question comes back. You know, do you want your daughter to be with a you? Right, right, or or a version of you at some point in your life, right? Yeah. Because, like you just said, I think most men go through a particular phase where that is like priority. Like, yeah, you know, I want to be out here playing the field, right? Yeah, like I want to sow my raw oats. Going back to uh, coming to America, coming to America, right? He wanted to come to to America to sow his raw oats. Like we all go through that phase. But when I think about my daughter, mm-hmm. I try to guide her and advise her on the type of man that she should be looking for. Even though my daughter's only nine, mm-hmm. and she's get, just getting into the, the the phase of looking at boys and boyfriends and all this, you know, good stuff. So it's it's still very early. However, I do want her to be aware of what the potential dangers are of dealing with men, go boys, when they're in that phase of their life. What do you want your daughter to do? And, you know, Paul, you know, chime in. You know, you can chime in as well. I guess it's a question for both of y'all. What do you want your daughter to do during, let's just say college? Like college college is known to be, you know, a time where everybody explodes with their exploration, right? Mm-hmm. So when the dudes are expected, like we, we kind of know what's going on. You know, the, the dude is cat trying to get you back to the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's study, baby. You yeah. know, I need you. I need you yeah. to tutor me and blah 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 blah. You know, we, we know what it is. It's game. What? How do y'all want y'all daughters to move? You know, like a lot of times, like growing up, growing up in a black household, you know, black women are constantly told to wait until marriage. Yeah, and a lot of people feel like those are antiquated 
views. Ideas, absolutely. And, and then also you hear this thing now about the whole phase, right? Which is similar to <laughs> to the to the 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 sowing your raw oats phase for men. Like, right? Some people feel like a woman needs to have right. a whole phase so that she can be more developed and 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 experienced when it comes to relationships and dealing with men. However, that can have its, you know, kind of tying back to the abortion topic. That's why sometimes women choose that to do that in that regard, right? And I know we, we, I didn't answer the question, but go ahead, Paul. Go ahead. No, no, no. The reason I say that is because it kind of comes back to what you were saying before he posed the question. Mm-hmm. Because he says, and I've had this, oh, many women actually ask me this, why does it take a man to have a daughter to start paying attention to this? And I don't, th- I don't think he took that. I Personally, I don't think he took that for me. I, I've always been more of a guy who respected women. And, and don't get me, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm perfect, <laughs> but I'm not a saint by, by any means. Uh, 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 by no stretch am I saying. I'm just saying that I have I, the way I was raised. I can yeah. only I can only be the way that I was raised. Now, my, my parents raised me to be respectful to women and, and just to respect people in general. So I, I I strive for that. But going back to I guess to answer your question, I try to raise my daughter to understand integrity. For me, everything starts there. Mm. Being a woman of integrity and seeking a man. Of integrity. Mm-hmm. Now that can be difficult to determine when you're still developing, as we talked about before. The human mind doesn't fully develop until around the age of 25, or maybe even a little later. Mm-hmm. So when she goes to college, she's still not fully developed to know to really know the choices. So I would hope, as as we're growing and I'm developing her now, that she comes to me. She comes to her mother. She she comes to people about these topics. Does sexual ex- like exploration shape the individual though? I think it yeah. does to an extent. Because yes. I think what we're noticing now, and we'll talk about it at another time, about like dating, right? A lot mm-hmm. of people either, A, don't date. I know that was part of my issue. You didn't date mm-hmm. on a regular basis, so you didn't know what you liked and what you didn't like, mm-hmm. which comes back to me. And I'm not. I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm going to be Martin and, uh, and uh, Will Smith. Man, we... Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Absolutely. I'm going to have the guns. I'm going to intimidate. <laughs> I'm going to do that, right? That's, 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 I'm a that's dad. A that's my role. <laughs> but I'm also not stupid. I'm not going to scare my daughter as to where she can't come and talk to me about things. Right. My big thing, like you say, your big thing is integrity. And I, I, you know, I try to instill integrity within CNN as well. But one of the things for me also is really big on self-confidence. Absolutely. And because I feel that a lot of what we're dealing with in the dating society, a lot of this Instagram stuff, a lot of all the, the why those guys come in with the, hey, baby, let me study. Mm-hmm. See, if she got self-confidence, she understand her value, she also going to see that Mr. 2.0 ain't going to be able to help her study. Mm-hmm. So you need to go on somewhere. A trip to Myrtle Beach ain't going to be, oh, it's so he's something doing something mm. different. Baby. Preach okay. Preach. <laughs> my, my daddy, my daddy, my daddy had me traveling to point A, point B, and point C. My daddy made me understand that I was the jewel. I was the important thing. I was the shine like a diamond. Value. You got to, you got to step with it if you want to try to doggone holler at me. Absolutely. So, yes, they're going to be the guy that gets in there. I understand that. Hopefully, I'll be able to chitty chitty bang, you know, scare him one good time before he <laughs> and does. He keeps it moving. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Maybe I can, but if I don't, as as the next line of Head defense, for the hills. <laughs> as the next line, as the next line of defense, what my I have taught my child hopefully comes back in and says, "Nah, brother, you don't measure up." Right, right. But That's I think it goes hope. back to value. I think what we, the confidence piece is about value. Like, how yeah. do you value yourself? If you value yourself. You may not be as likely, a woman may not be as likely to, to fall victim to that because she's confident in herself and she knows what she wants. And she can see through, she can use her intuition to see through these little tricks that we as men typically play in those stages of our lives. 
And I'm going to say the same thing to you as a father of a son, because mm-hmm. just the same way that there's these predatory boys out here, mm-hmm. it's predatory, predatory women, women out absolutely. here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. With that, that is, hey, baby, you know, to get you distracted from, you know, yeah. what you're about to do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, see, that's the part of the conversation that we don't, you know, people don't like to talk about, though. You know, the, the women out there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we don't like to talk about that part. You know, <laughs> hey man, you know, it's funny though, too. You know, I That's think hilarious. That one of the difficult parts of the conversation, one of the difficult parts of the conversation, though, is uh, should women, you know, just be entitled to that, though, right? Like, we talk about the you talk about value and instilling value in your daughters, you know, what I'm saying, like, well, what if she's like. Yo, I want to get out here and you only, you know, you YOLO. You only live once. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of nice looking dudes out here. I'm young, you know, I'm fine. I'm about to get out here and I'm going to get it. I'm gonna get you know, it we talk about sexual exploration and whether or not it's important. Mm-hmm. Personally, I've always been fairly choosy. You know, I've always been more of a choosy lover. Like, I've never been. Choosy lover. <laughs> you know, I've never looked at it like. <laughs> Every opportunity I could get, you know, I'm 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 gonna do it. Right. You know, right. I've you never really be been that kind of dude. Like I you know, I got I got homeboys, man, who, you know, are up in the they got late, bodies. Late hundreds. Yo, they got, got bodies. The, yeah, late hundreds. Yeah. Late hundreds, if I not, got some that maybe, maybe in the thousands. Yeah, man. And I'm not know. extrapolating. Me neither. That's that's I mean, woo. So I don't know. It's just like, you know, I guess with as in with most things, you know, dis- discernment. You know, mm-hmm. in uh, moderation, mm-hmm. you know, it take you a long way. Like, I'm not just about to accept every single proposal. That's you thrown know, at even you, yeah. even if she says, "Yeah, you can have it," that don't mean that I gotta. You know, yeah, because you can't yeah. get propositioned. I mean, it, it happens easily. They, they proposition. I mean, it happens on both parties. But I'm saying, men do get propositioned just as much as we may proposition women, right? So I think that uh, it, you you have to the maturity, the development that you go through uh, through life put you in a place to where you realize maybe quality over quantity because a lot of times it's influence right you're influenced by the people around you to behave a certain way and that influence can cause you to make different choices at that stage of your life mm-hmm. so, so as i hear it's around the round table we've got like different things that we circle in but what it sounds like even to this abortion topic at the end of the day and i, I think we're gonna fight against this as well mm-hmm. is i'm not letting it go of my values right we're not letting it go what we value to be true and what we value to be wholesome. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the world has changed. There's a time. Some things are antiquated, right? right. Absolutely. But the values of integrity don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Holding yourself to a higher standard, standard. and mm-hmm. having value for yourself doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Being mm-hmm. choosy and being selective about those three things, I think if we instill in our children and the next generations, mm-hmm. those are the things that knock down politicians in the position that they are in knock down these laws and try to bring us back to Mm -hmm. some sorts of normalcy yeah i like the i like the point that you made about integrity you know we'll have to uh pick up you know next episode and talk more about you know being upright as Mm -hmm. a man and what it looks like you know being a gentleman you know a lot of people a lot of women say that chivalry is dead you know when you have controversial policy like what we opened up with you know you got to question home training and integrity and character and the man, you know, and that plays, that spills directly over into womanizing, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. being, being the player to the next level. Yeah. And the pimp was a, you know, that was another idealized. I don't want to be a player. (laughs) 
that's an idealized idea, though. We, I mean, an idealized figure in, in, right. in the black community. And I think across the world we see we see that. Uh, but, you know, like you said, I think these topics are, are things that we should definitely explore more in more detail. And we will, you know, on, on the next episode and more. So, and let um, us hear from our listeners. Yeah, let us hear, absolutely. You know, I want to hear back opinions. I want to hear back, you know, I want to hear rebuttals. I want to hear different mindsets, you know. It, it, everything is in one in one vein. With sure. that, with that being said, uh, the Instagram page is up. Yes, yes. Please follow us at Digital Cigar Pod Digital on Instagram. Cigar Pod. Digital Cigar Pod on Instagram. The follow page us. is new, you yes. know, so uh, you have an opportunity to grow with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like Paul said, you know, feel free to you know um, drop some questions and comments, and you know, at, at least right now it's early. You know, we'll be able to respond. Right. Uh, Direct you know, access to to everything mm-hmm. for sure. So so before we close though, we we got a little little segment that we want to try to touch on before we roll out. Uh, where we kind of give you, we give you a a, a a vibe that you may want to take into whatever setting it is. Now we we're gonna just since we only got a few more minutes, we're gonna we're gonna close with just one today. Uh, but moving forward, we'll we'll have more more music to share with you that we can feel you can take and add to your own playlist. Whether that's the gym playlist, whether that's you know just a, a, a cruising playlist. You're taking a, a road trip, and you want you know something to just vibe to while you're on the road. Uh, we'll we'll give you or share some music that we like, mm-hmm. that we want that we think would be nice to add to your playlist. Yeah, that or also we I think we're going to be bringing in either a piece of music that you might or maybe a, a book that maybe you haven't heard of. Absolutely, kind of suggest you know, and then we also take your suggestions as well. For sure, I'm a uh, you know I'll go ahead and, and set it you mm-hmm. know so uh, the way the way we kind of going to do it is, you know, if you're going on a nice drive on a sunny day, got the top down or windows down or whatever it is, uh, you know, you're rolling with, you know, a nice, nice little, little beautiful, beautiful something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to play, it's a song from Kalani. It's off her newest project. It's called RPG and it's featuring Slack. I, I like the little conversational dynamic that they play. So y'all enjoy. Where that came in already mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my vibe That's all day Cooking, cleaning Yeah, I got a four-door sedan But I wish I could take the top off <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I got windows Tell me enough You're lying next to me Cause I told you you don't touch me enough Now you told me stay with me Cause I told you you've been working too much Cause I told you you don't show me love Show me your 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 love Don't you think that we're too old to play your game? Through all of this to stay the same But you can't make a player Just so I can get my way And I think you do this Cause you realize I won't wait I see right through every look in your eyes I hear right through every fairy tale lie Won't say a word but the stories you write Tell me enough 
Cause I told you you don't tell me enough You're lying next to me Cause I told you you don't touch me enough Now you told me stay with me Cause I told you you've been working too much You told me you care for me Cause I told you you don't show me enough Proud of me. It seems like day one, you was fine to me. Same shit I felt for you, then I felt for you. Fell in life, it's embarrassing to tell the truth. But now it's to the point where my love is up for debate, and maybe it's too late to shake. I think love is shown, you think love is spoken, and we both coming from the same place. For every song that I write, it's a note to self, a note to God, a note to you. Don't count me out, besides this and my daughter, I only got love for you. I've been suppressed, I ain't the best Roll up the problems, look all the stress We got way too much shit on the line But you can't see emotions, got you blind Past life regression, lifetime lessons Carrying a message, real life angels Battling depression Show me your love, show me your love Yo, thank y'all for listening That was uh, RPG from uh, Kalani Want to thank y'all for being with us for, for sitting in on the conversation We understand that you can be anywhere Listening to anything With anyone doing whatever you want So the fact that you're here with us Actually means a lot uh, You know, you definitely have our sincerest gratitude 100 